This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Question time on the Sounding Board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Andrew, if this wasn't question of the week, was there a clear hierarchical decision made when Channel 7 crossed to the two teams' rooms post-game for the polarising views? Tom Brown got the losers and Mitch got the winners. Pre-planned or something more? Yeah, it's a great question. I wish we'd address this in, to quote you, the mean body of the sounding board. Normally, a senior footy guy, Damo, picks the rooms that he wants. And I would have thought he was picking the cats. They were the story. They were all the action. Wow. Um, this is interesting. Would how, did, have, how did you see it? Would Mitch have played the I'm from Geelong card and I would back my relationships with Geelong players over Tom's? Would, no, that would, have, that would have been his pitch for sure. Wow. He's obsessed with Geelong. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. And, and equally, Tom is obsessed with Andrew Pridham. So you can see how that kind of <laughs> would have gone. Yeah, he's too. Uh, <laughs> Josh <laughs> That's probably how it happened, actually. That's yeah. probably how it happened. Yeah. And then, and, and then maybe there was no resistance from Tom. Maybe he just backed the Swans in to, to be the miraculous winners that they, uh, they weren't. Josh on Twitter, with the situation at Hawthorne, Essendon Supplement Saga or Adelaide Camp – happen in an environment where players were better encouraged to express themselves rather than conforming to the desires of the club. Seems the club have far too much control over the athlete. Josh, there's complexities to all those issues you mentioned and, and all different styles and, 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 and types of complexity, but I'm with you on your overall premise of the question. I loathe the control that the football club thinks they have over a person. I, I, I long have had that view. You have, that's true. And, and Josh, I think you've got at least a, a part of that view yourself. And I don't know whether it would have solved or resolved any of those issues you mentioned, but the overall control and, and, and saw, seeking to control every single minute of a person's life when really these athletes, they get paid to play the game of football and that's all they really need to worry about when it's all said and done. Going on in your contract, like most other people who have got jobs out there, they just go and do their, their job and, and the organisation doesn't seek to, to influence the way they live their lives on a daily I think, basis. Um, ironically, Geelong have that, seemingly have that work-life balance. Yeah, in, actually, in they, they do, actually. Yeah. In fact, they've um, gone out of their way to allow players to, to, to get out of the club as the moment that they've done their club duties. Now, again, they want them to be good people. There's, there's no issue with wanting them to be good people. But but actually diarising and trying to get into their lives away from football in a way that makes the club ultimately completely control the individual. I, I find some of it sickening. And I know I've probably ventured off what the, the question was Josh was asking, but I think he raises a really good point. Um, lots of questions about this Hawthorne issue, Hutchie. We, we did cover it again at length in the main body, so I think I might just refer all those questions back to the, the main body. And, and there's lots of stuff we, we, we can't say simply because we don't know. Jared Wilkes on Facebook. Hutchie, leaving aside the Joel Selwood fairy tale, do you think the 2022 grand final would be the first grand final to be better remembered for the pregame entertainment rather than the game itself? Uh, you can mount that argument, but I think when we look back in history at the oldest ever team to play winning and I think the way the Cats mocked themselves with the retirement uh, get-ups on their Mad Monday, by the way, will sort of half-frank the legacy in future years. Uh, I think in time we'll look back on that team with so much more admiration than we do necessarily right now. So I, I understand your point, but I think the story will prevail in the end. Yep. 
again, there's just there's so many questions relating to, to the Hawthorne situation, and I'm not I'm not avoiding them. It's just that we did spend, uh, I reckon, at least 10, 12 minutes on it on the main body of the sending board. So I'll just refer everyone back there. Well, could this you one, not have read those before we started, Damo? No, so it's what we do, Hutchie, and this is what draws the I think the good answers out of us. We we both choose to, <laughs> to not look at them. You have, you sometimes look at the questions before the show starts in that thirty seconds as you do when you sit down, and you steal the ideas from our questions. Yep, I love this it, one from Michael on Twitter. Should the Winklevoss twins have been given serious consideration for this year's grand final entertainment? Well, I'll tell you what would have happened with the Winklevoss twins. Had, had we offered them the opportunity, yeah. instead of paying Robbie Williams $1.9 million, they would have paid the AFL $1.9 million to play. There would have been 99,900 people blocking their ears. Yeah. And their hundred entourage of people who they've invested in their startups would have been loudly clapping and cheering and making a similar noise that the crowd made for Robbie Williams. A hundred would have equaled a hundred thousand, they made because of the excitement of the Winklevoss twins among their little group of uh, investors. And then you would have lassoed them and taken them to your marquee in the September club, and you could have had the uh, karaoke going with them. Uh, Jared Moore. I would have cut. I would have cut a fair minor commercial deal, Damo, to have them play at our September club. I like this one too from Scott. He's taking his beautiful family to New York for Christmas. Where should he take them for Christmas dinner? Where would well, you suggest these days, Archie? Is there anything open that you used to go to? It depends whether you want dinner and a nice um, meal. Or he said you, Christmas dinner. There you go. He said, he said Christmas or dinner. Or you want the Christmas experience. So it's a bit cliche, but the boathouse in, um, in uh, Central Park where they only take two-hour bookings, I think, on Christmas Day, because I've seen a lot of people there. It is, they, um, that would be cliched. I haven't actually eaten there, Hutchie, but that would, that, that would be a very special experience for, for an outsider. Is, I had a Christmas lunch there once with my sister and the Watson family, Tim and Susie and their family, and it was magnificent. And uh, yeah, they might take two, two-and-a-half-hour windows, but that, that would be... I think you should in, yeah, have that in your, um, in your, your days. And then I'm a downtown guy in New York, as you know, Damo, so I don't get north of 14th as much as I used to, but I think on Christmas Day, get uptown, go up to some of those beautiful restaurants around sort of between 50th and 70th Street and Central Park and in your um, around there. There you go. Good advice there. Jared Moore on Twitter, do you agree with the pre-crand final Friday public holiday? And is it something you think should stay in place moving forward? No, Jared, I don't. I don't know no. how we determine public holidays in this country. Um, and, I, and maybe that's coming from someone who's never actually had one, but uh, I just don't get how we have a well, when shut, shut it down. When you've got for, 22 weeks annual leave, you don't really need the extra days along the way. When you get you, so. 10 weeks annual leave, and yeah. Um, so, and then now we threw the, again, I don't want to don't downplay it, but the morning of the, the Queen's loss the day before. So we had a double whammy public holiday leading into the, the grand final here in Melbourne, Hutchie. That was, yep. that was good. We had two days off, one to mourn and one to celebrate a game that a lot of people wouldn't have cared for. Uh, I might just do one more, Hutchie. Benny Jones on email. It's a longer one. Uh, with more footy journalists offering more opinions than reporting, I've noticed an increase in comments regarding the team that the journo barracks for. Tom Brown, Tom Brown. <laughs> and he has got two references to Tom Brown there, Hutchie. Uh, mentions the pies a lot. Caro on the age references and compares everything and anything to Richmond. We know that Robbo's a Herd and Bombers fan. Jay Clark for Pendles. The boys in the Herald Sun turn into a Pies and Bulldogs love in and so forth. Full yep. credit to you two for not allowing the endless talk of the Cats and North to infiltrate the sounding board each week unless it's about breaking of bread with North. 
Should there be more Mike Sheehan's in the media? He kept his D's support under wraps for a long time, did he not? He absolutely did, Ben. He absolutely He's gone did. Hard, the, hard the other way in retirement, though, hasn't he? He's become <laughs> well, it crept in late. It crept in yeah, late. Yeah. In fact, he let his guard down. He let, he yeah. let himself down. He, he, he actually became very pro-demon uh, yeah, way. Yeah. Uh, but it's yeah, a good well, point, Damo, Benny. It's a good point. Damo's, Damo's back in the tent now, so that, that's obviously... I'm not in the uh, tent, Archie. Comes... I just had conversations. I'll tell you what, though. I tell you what, though, um, if the president doesn't handle this Clarkson situation perfectly, Drew, the tent well, I don't uh, think visor a... will, will fling open and I, Damo I... will be running r- rampant through the caravan park. Uh, so I'd, li- just... I'd like to joke you with you on this topic, Kachi, but I don't think there is a perfect uh, way to handle what lies ahead for, for anyone attached to this uh, AFL investigation. Yeah. Uh, and, and I don't mean that to sound dramatic. There's not. Um, because if it's if it's perfect for Clarko, it's not going to be perfect for claimants. So, and and that's, that was to our point in what we discussed on the, the main body of the sounding board. That was question time for the sounding board for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Thanks for listening to the sounding board questions with Hachi and Damo. Send us your questions via Twitter or Facebook at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.